welcome to Wine Road, the wine, when, and where of Northern Sonoma County. I'm your host, Marcy Gordon, with Beth Costa, Executive Director of the Wine Road. Today's show is sponsored by Ron Rubin Winery. Without their financial support, we would not be here recording today. They've come to our rescue and are sponsoring our podcast for the entire year. We encourage you to get to know them. Check out their website by visiting ronrubinwinery.com. Welcome to episode 142 of Wine Road. Today, our guest is Jason Robinson of Airhood Winery. Hi. Welcome, Jason. How are you? We're very good. Well, we're really good because before, while we were waiting to get everything hooked up here, I went ahead and poured Marcy a little of this uh, 2017 cab, and she was, you know, taking the glass and kind of looking at her phone and doing other things, and then she took a sip, and she says to me, oh, my God, this is really good. (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, Yeah. that's the way to start the show. Yeah, so tell us about your wine. It's, I have to say, it's really spectacular. Yeah, it is. Thank you. Yes, we're uh, very pleased. Our 17 Vintage uh, just rolled out to our club members. A couple months ago, and it's being very well received, uh, has done very well, getting some good scores, and it's our Bella 2017 Cabernet, mm-hmm. which is very much a predominant uh, uh, varietal. We got 3% Malbec and a percent of Malbec, uh, Merlot in there, so mm-hmm. just a smidgen of a couple other varietals just to, I think, really soften it up. Um, yeah, it smooths it, it out, it, it balances it, yeah. it gives it a great body and weight. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a small production. We do about 315 cases, and it's named after uh, our the owner's daughter, uh, Isabella. Oh. So and this she is, has her own one. This is up in Knights Valley. Yeah. Right. We have, um, our, our property is 1,800 acres. It was purchased back in 78 with Pierre, Pierre Eric and his father, Werner. Uh, and it was, a, it was a cattle ranch for many years. Uh, from what well, I understand, that Werner made his money selling the first U.S.-made gumball machine. Oh, my Germany. gosh. Wow. And, yeah, and uh, toy trains. So that's how things got started. And uh, it was just land for, for years. It was actually 2,000 acres. And then in 95, Behringer approached us because they're our neighbors. And Behringer really had the first Knights Valley that I know of, first mm-hmm. Knights Valley label, Knights Valley Cabernet. They approached us about uh, if, we, if they could purchase uh, some acreage. And Pierre sold them 200 acres. So then in 96, we planted 500 acres of vineyard. And immediately started contracting that fruit out to some very well, high-profile wineries of both Napa and Sonoma County. And then uh, it it took 10 years to realize that the fruit was fantastic. The wines from those wineries were getting excellent scores. And that's how Eric Family Winery was born. It was in 2005. So... It's our Bavarian Lion Vineyard in Knights Valley. It's the second largest acreage of uh, vineyard land in Knights Valley. So it's Behringer, then us, and then Kendall Jackson. And uh, it's privately owned, which is pretty cool. So Knights Valley, yeah. basically, if you're driving all the way through Alexander Valley and heading towards Calistoga, that direction on Highway 128, then you run through Knights Valley. Correct. It's 
okay. like smack dab in the middle. Right. And if you took Fran Valley Road, which takes you, uh, if you took it from Mark West, uh, from where the Safari West is, mm-hmm. uh, took it out all the way, you'd come right to the corner of our property. Oh, wow. So, okay. So, yeah, yeah, we all the wines that we make are from that acreage, and you know, we've got talks for the future of uh, adding a different varietal, maybe a Pinot or something, but as of now we're doing uh, a Sauvignon Blanc, a Merlot, and four Cabernet wines. Total production is about 1,500 cases, so we're very small. Wow. And what is the elevation yeah. of this vineyard in Knights Valley? Because it's quite mountainous in that area, isn't it? It is. We have a lot of uh, valley floor fruit, but then it rises up in elevation upwards of 800 feet. And that's where our we make a, a hillside reserve Cabernet Sauvignon, about 200 cases of that, and a hillside red reserve, which is more of a Bordeaux-style reserve Cabernet Sauvignon. And that's, we only do 50 cases, and that's uh, strictly for club members. But What's cool about the wine we're trying today, the Bella, it's actually all mountain fruit as well. So yeah, I, that's what I, I was going to say. Like, oh, sorry. didn't mean that? to interrupt. No, go ahead. But I, I said there's something when I was drinking this, like it has that quality of mountain fruit. Um, yeah. It's got that brightness, but it also does. being very savory at the same time. Very much. I think we, you know, it, it's got a little like black goji berries on the nose and palate. Um, maybe a little note of pink peppercorns and cherry compote. Uh, yeah, it's got that spice for sure. Right, and and real concentrated. I mean, and that's part of how we're growing. We're we're really uh, stressing the vine, uh, making it produce maybe three and a half tons at the most per acre, which is a fairly small amount. Our winemaker is Aaron Green. Mm-hmm. She. Aaron Green was uh, uh, noted as winemaker for Palmyre Estates from 2000 to 2012 and was the assistant winemaker to Helen Turley uh, when Helen was working with both Bryant's family and Colgan Sellers projects. So, oh, so there's a great pedigree. Yeah, and so she knows her reds really well. And, uh, our Merlot is probably one of the best Merlots I've had, not because I'm working with Eric, but because it really is good. <laughs> uh, it is really good, yeah. And just her style of winemaking, uh, she drops a lot of fruit on the vine just to uh, intensify the remaining berries. Right. And then, well, then, like this last year with the drought, we're, we're really going to suffer in production. But going back to our 17, you can really... I think that that really shows off in in the style of the wine, the concentration of fruit, um, and, and and having those smaller clusters and smaller berries means more flavor, more color, and the style of winemaking is is unique because our wines are produced at Healdsburg Custom Crush, and because it's a small a smaller uh, uh, brand. It, it it makes us uh, get on the bottling schedules with other wineries. So what you'll see is uh, 18 months is the length of time our wines will spend in barrel. Mm-hmm. So Aaron has to backtrack on all of our wines and determine how much wine, how much of each wine that we're producing is in new wood uh, French right. oak barrels versus maybe a one- or two-year French oak barrel. Right. So, well, I wish uh, I wish you could see what's happening here because Marcy keeps sipping, 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 and tasting, tasting, because t- she likes to weigh in on you yeah. know on well, the descriptors you know of what? these wines. I just finished my glass. 
Well, I, I'm, I'm very contemplative when I taste, but what's also interesting is... I am not. This wine, with most Cabernets, you want to let them open a bit. Right. This was out of the chute, fantastic, yeah. right. <laughs> right out right. of the bottle. It's right. so good. And so I'm just, I'm just letting it kind of evolve because, you know, great wines do change a little bit in the glass, and um, it's just, you know... I can barely, you know, maintain my podcast demeanor here while I'm sipping this wine. <laughs> Mine is empty. My glass is empty. Oh. I'm, I'm just more interested in this than anything. It's really great. I love it. So I love it. where would people come to taste this wine? Because I know your winery is out in Knights Valley, but you have a tasting room in town, right, in Healdsburg? That is correct. And Yeah, so I... I uh, I have been known uh, through most of my uh, time with Arid Family Winery as working out of the property in Knights Valley uh, doing uh, vineyard ranch tours or, quote-unquote, my wine safari. <laughs> but, uh, and and that's, that's, that's a very private experience that we offer uh, to mostly to our club members, but uh, we'll, we'll offer that today to... Uh, podcast listeners. Oh, man, they should make note of that. That's cool, because that is going to be an amazing experience if you can get in on that. Yeah. It's a two and a half hour experience, and it it takes, I have two vehicles that I I get to take out, which is fun for me. I've got a Yamaha Viking that seats six, including driver. Oh, cool. And that's fun. Uh, We'll take an hour and, and cruise around and see maybe a third of the vineyard property. And then uh, the other vehicle I have is a 1973 uh, Pinsgauer. Oh, those are nice. fun. They're fun, yeah. Yeah, this this one seats up to 12 people. It's got six wheels. It's a pretty. It's a tank. And so between the two, uh, I have quite a bit of fun driving around, showing off the property. And then once we're done, we'll we'll uh, sit down and explore the winemaking of Aaron Green, paired with all local. Uh, charcuterie and uh, cheeses. So uh, that's a lot of fun. That sounds like so a great experience. So if a podcast experience. listener uh, got to yeah. do this experience because they were a listener, they would probably become a wine club member. <laughs> that's, well, but yeah, that does tend to happen pretty yeah. easily when you get out there. Right. But with that, I mean, it's, it, it is being that it's so private, it's like uh, more of a word of mouth. Right. Then uh, I, I really felt we needed to expand our visibility. Mm-hmm. And I, I had an opportunity to open a tasting room in Healdsburg. So we're right across the street from the Cousteau Bakery, or I'd say maybe a block up from the plaza. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really awesome because it's, I feel there's that community of, of Healdsburg and just you've got a lot of the peers and wineries in the area. But what right. I love and most of all is where, where Healdsburg is so dominant in, in Pinot Noirs. I'm coming in swinging with some really fantastic <laughs> Cabernet Sauvignon yeah. wines. Exactly. And I'm working on putting a, a parklet out front. Uh, I'm working with the city on that. So hopefully when we start getting back to uh, some warmer weather, I'll have that as a available oh, seating. that's for cool. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next step for me is to uh, work with the city to get a uh, food permit so that I can have one of our local restaurants produce a uh, really nice cheese plate for us that we can provide to the guests that come in and have that as an option so it could, we can have a, a food and wine pairing. So, 
and then chocolate. Of course, I got to get some really good chocolate. I'm looking <laughs> good at idea. Some, um, some local producers to do some really cool stuff yeah. that'll pair up nicely. I mean, we yeah. have so many great local producers, artisan chocolate, cheese. I mean, we're in the right spot for that. Well, and I oh, think yeah. I think it's kind of funny. Like we're so local. Uh, when you first uh, became a member of the Wine Road, I uh, mentioned it on uh, the podcast. We always talk about whoever's new, new restaurants, new wineries, new whatever. Oh, wow. And I did say then that it's right across from Cousteau's French Bakery. <laughs> and that's the first thing you said. It's right across from Cousteau. It's, yeah. like, well, it's like everyone who comes to Hillsburg probably goes to well, Cousteau's French Bakery. kind of an iconic landmark. Yeah. So that's a great location mm-hmm. for you. It is. The experience is amazing. I, I have a, a tasting of, our, of all of our wines. We do a flight of the Sauvignon Blanc. Wines have done really well with scores. Our Sa Blanc got a Best of Show White in the Sante Magazine International Wine Competition. It took 98-point score. It also took a 95-point score in Sunset Magazine's International Wine Competition. Mm-hmm. And this is your Sauvignon uh, Blanc? Yes. Yeah, okay. So, And then uh, all the wines have done really well. I just released my 17 Cabernet Sauvignon, which took a 97-point score, and a best of class at the International Women's Wine Competition. Dang. And then my Hillside Red uh, took a sweepstakes, actually, at the Sante Magazine International Wine Competition and received 99-point score and best of uh, show red. So wow. we swept that competition. And, uh, <laughs> I guess but so. But, of course, it, That's awesome. it's got to be the one wine that I have the, the smallest production in. And, <laughs> you know, well, of course. But it is what it is. Yeah. But, you know, that's great. People, that gets people's attention. Then they come in and they try all the yeah, other ones. Definitely. So, yeah. yeah. Just introducing but, you. But, I mean, ultimately, it's, it's what I love about Eric Family Winery is that it is family owned and operated and just really nice people. Pierre Eric, Susan Eric, and then they have three kids. It's uh, Christian, Alex, and Isabella. And uh, a little tidbit we're actually, Christian is, is the property working on uh, planting truffles. Oh, so oh wow. Yeah. That's a big we deal will, now in Sonoma. It's a big deal, it, right. It is. So it's going to be about five years down the road right. because we're, we're waiting on uh, a pull. We're actually pulling out some vineyard to do this, and that's how big of a deal that's it is That's an investment, for us. yeah. That uh, Christian knows everything about growing these truffles, and so we're going to plant five acres so five five years down the road, you'll be seeing some Eret uh, family truffles, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> It's time for our Fast Five segment, where one of our winery or lodging members calls in with their Fast Five recipe. Who's on the line? Hi, it's Tom Schmidt from uh, Executive Chef at John Ashton Co. Excellent. Rosa. My Fast Five is one of my old specials. I've done it for years now. Very easy, a nice light lunch or a dinner. Um, it's a pasta dish with fresh sage, pasta, butter, salt, and parmesan. Sounds perfect. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> really easy. Really, It's not so easy sometimes, but it's... Uh, the ingredients are easy. You know, I have sage in my backyard, and so I always get it really quick. And then uh, what you do is you take the whole butter, put it in a in a, a flatter pot, depending on how much you're making, mm-hmm. um, a, a pan, and in spices, add the sage, the whole sage leaves to it, wow. and some salt. And you slowly, slowly brown the butter with the sage leaves, mixing it lightly so the sage is really crispy brown. Uh, in the meantime, you've got a pot of water boiling. 
that's lightly salted, and you cook your pasta to a, whenever it's al dente, dump it out, and then when the sage and the butter are nice and brown before they burn, you add the pasta to it. You've got to stop the cooking immediately so it doesn't burn. And then you uh, toss it a little bit, put it in your plates, and add Parmesan. Well, that is hard to beat. <laughs> Boy, it's I... hard to beat on the sage. Like I said, I've, I've made that sage butter for so many different things. It's so excellent. The sage that's really quick and tasty um, for a lot of things. But I thought that pasta would be a nice dish for wintertime. I would just like Perfect. to lie in bed and be served this. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so comforting. It just sounds fabulous. That's perfect. I just think yeah, it sounds absolutely. like something... And the crisp, and the savories are nice and crispy, and, and, and they take the salt of it. salty and crispy. They taste so good. Um, it's just such a, a satisfying flavor. Okay, so I've never tried that. So that is, I'm actually going to go try that tonight because it sounds so simple. I can do that. Okay. Yeah. So all okay. the uh, the ingredient list and the show notes and all, all that, uh, everything will be in the show notes. And uh, we'll even yeah, try exactly. and get a photo so we can see what it looks like. And uh, exactly. you'll be I'll good to go. Take a picture of it and do all that. Perfect. Okay. Thank Thanks you for calling. So much. Sounds good. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. today, Marcy, but do you have a book by chance? I do have a book. I have a new book that's called The Wine Explorer, and it's by Graham Mitchell. And he's a Brit, and he's a wine uh, merchant. And this uh, subtitle is A Guide to the Wines of the World and How to Enjoy Them. It's a very personal account of his journey, and he learned a lot about wine in his adventures. You know, he's been doing this for many, many years. He's, like I said, more well-known in, in Great Britain. But it's it's a cool little book called The Wine Explorer... Oh. By Graham Mitchell. So that's our book of the day. I'll look that up. That's yeah. very cool. She always has really great books, and um, we always laugh because the books with the most pictures, she tends to think those are the books that I'm going to like. Yeah, Beth <laughs> likes the pictures. <laughs> I just I can't get through the big scholarly books. I like. Yeah, the, well, this is more. I like a fun narrative. story and narrative. Yeah, yeah. So what, Jason? What I want to know is what's your you got the new tasting room there in Hillsburg. What's your favorite place to go? What do you do? Or if you have friends from out of town. Where do you take them? What do you do? You know, I thank you. That's a great question. I, I have to say that I feel that there's so many great wineries. And if, if anybody's coming into town and spending more than a few days, that I think it's imperative you have an opportunity to visit our Sonoma Coast. Yeah. Yes. And I grew up, my dad had me in the water diving for abalone when I was seven years old. So oh. I have that total pull to the ocean. Wow. It's like my but, reason for living, abalone. Yeah. Right. And oh. I I have a little trail that I like to send people on that takes them on a journey uh, getting to the coast. And it starts with hitting Wildflower uh, Bakery <laughs> out in Freestone. Oh, yeah. boy. That's yeah. the place. Yeah. Yes. Uh, gives me goosebumps. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. They are and amazing. I mean, what's cool about that place is, and I don't know if it's changed. It's been a while since I've been there. But, I mean, there were times, not for me, but I, I saw people where you walk in, and if you don't have, they don't take credit cards. I know. I was going to say yeah. this. Yeah. So if you don't have a credit card, they're like, well, how do you pay? Well, they say, well, just send in a check or, right. or, or send us in cash. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what business do you know that does that, like the honor system? They're still so, like that. A, <laughs> I know. Yeah, everything there is fantastic. And they've got some really cool gardens during when, when the season, when everything's blooming. They've got these little gardens you can walk around. It's great stop. I tell people, though, you know, get a scone, get a fugaz bread, get... 
your coffee, but most importantly, get yourself a sourdough uh, round because <laughs> the next stop right. is heading to Spud Point Marina. Yes. Where you get, where, yeah, and, and you got to go uh, to the uh, Spud Point Crab Company mm-hmm. and get yourself some of the clam chowder. And now you got the bread to sop up <laughs> all that beautiful soup, right? Yes. Then venture up to the Bodega Head where you can see, and, and during the time of, of migration, you can actually, there's, uh, you could see whales migrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what time that is. Uh, from there, I tell people to roll up to Goat Rock and and get a good view. And if you time it right, hit it when when it's when it's sundown, and and watch the sun uh, come down over the ocean. It's absolutely gorgeous. But just stay out of the water because that yeah. that is a very <laughs> dangerous. very dangerous right. ocean. And but it is absolutely gorgeous. So Jason, and you coming back. It's Armstrong Woods. I mean, mm-hmm. you can yeah. hit Armstrong Woods and North. If you're a golfer, Northwood Golf Course. Those are kind of my thing. Yeah, my places that I think really show off Sonoma County beyond the wine. Right. Those are the. I think those you're are exactly the spots. A kindred spirit, because mm-hmm. that is exactly the route Beth and I love. We right. love going to to Wildflower. We go to Spud Point often after the show. We go out right. there, and then we go up to the head and have lunch. And then drive back. I mean, you've just hit the nail on the head. The kind nice. of the quintessential. Yeah, even if it's, no matter what experience. the weather is, yeah. we drive out to the even if it's pouring. with our sandwich and go up to Bodega Head. Yeah. And if yeah, you have to sit in the right. car, that's fine. But it's like the view. It's just no matter. I take a photo every time. I think this is so dumb. It's the same photo, but Me it's too. so no. you just can't not. Yeah, it's so right. beautiful. And the best right. clam chowder. Oh. And that oh, little yeah. that little um, Northwoods golf course is a little nine hole course, and I do not golf, but my husband does. But I can drive a mean golf cart, so I always if he goes there, I always <laughs> oh, go with him. So I'm like, well, I'll just drive. <laughs> yeah, so what's fun. cool about it is that it's got redwoods yes. and it's closer to the ocean, so it's always cool. So right. that's why we can get you know over 100 degree temperatures right. in the day in Sonoma County. You're never going to have a bad golf day at Northwood. No. So, it's and a, it's nine holes. So yeah, it's, it's a nine quick holes. day. It's so a what, beautiful little spot. What's beautiful about it is that you could get in your car and leave from or from Healdsburg at like one or two in the afternoon and get a, uh, the rest of the day over there and feel like you had a full day at the coast. Well, yeah. So right. that's my that's my little uh, one-off from your wine tasting experience. I think you nailed I think it. you totally nailed it. That's and like a Hall of Fame that's description. What, that's what people want to know. And, and I, I know I've said this once before, but um, you know we're always talking about Armstrong Woods, and in the last year, Armstrong Woods was closed. But they right. did reopen it, um, I think, mid-November. So yeah. I have had a lot They're of listeners it. email and wanting me to know earlier on when was going to be open and when was it so it is open now and it's um yeah definitely a a not to miss spot for sure before we wrap up i did want to mention i always try to say if there's something new on the horizon for people making uh, plans and i did want to mention that there's a new um it'll be a little restaurant wine shop opening um it used to be uh formerly The Shed in Healdsburg, just right off the town square. It's going to be called Little Saint, and it's owned Ooh. owned by um, Kyle and Katina Cottingham, who own uh, the Single Thread Restaurant. Yeah. And so yeah. it will be opening with a plant-based cafe and restaurant wow. and a wine shop. And that should be opening actually next month, although you don't have a firm date at this point. Yeah, but, that's been well but, um, anticipated. You can, um, I think the website is already up for Little Saint in Healdsburg. You could check that out. Wow. So, Jason, what's the best way for people to reach or book a tasting at Eret through the website, or how should they contact you? 
the website, and, and I, I urge everybody to check out our website. Uh, it, 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 I'll tell you the, the name. You have to spell. I'll spell it out yes, for you. Yes, do. Sometimes <laughs> people will. Even I've found myself every now and then. You got go back and check. It's Eret E H R E T Eret. Eret. Uh, Pierre Eret and family. So it's EretWinery.com, and yes, you could you could make a reservation for uh, a tasting, but uh, my email's open to anybody, uh, and that's jason at eretwinery.com. And, uh, you know, I'll take personal phone calls. My phone number uh, should be up there. You can call me. I would love to talk to guests. That is great. All right. And I am going to offer a couple of... uh, tasting passes here. One, like I mentioned, the ranch tour is a very, very uh, private experience, but um, normally we offer that at $150 per person, but I would like to offer anybody that says, I heard you on the podcast, (laughs) that it would be $125 per person for that experience. Or that if they want awesome. to come visit us, they're just in town, they want to stop in and say, I heard you on the podcast. <laughs> that, uh, we'll do a, a complimentary, like a two-for-one tasting for you and your guests. So. Well, those That's are great. awesome, generous offers. We'll definitely, we'll put that in the show notes. We'll put how to reach you. We'll yeah. put your email, the website, and all the details about Eret Winery. And um, Very cool. what a great, so folks, you're listening. Go find Jason and tell him you heard it on the podcast. Before we uh, show shut down here for the moment, I want to ask also if people could give us a review on iTunes. It's difficult because every time I look, it's hard to find it. <laughs> I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes, actually, to get you to the review page. But, you know, listen to a podcast and write us a review. And then if you send me a note at beth at wineroad.com uh, with your mailing address... I will send you out a little podcast swag for doing us the review. We could really use wow. that. Okay. Man, so I could do that too, huh? You can do that. You yeah. can get some swag, Jason. You can get some swag. I'm already giving you, we already have a mug I'm, we're sending you that says, uh, yeah. I'm, I oh, made waves wow. on the Wine Road oh, podcast. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. That's so cool. <laughs> hey, you know, Beth, I, I really appreciate the relationship. I, I've known you for many years yeah. and we've worked together on some projects and I always enjoy talking with you. It was nice to meet you, and uh, I hope you both have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for being on. Thank you so much fun. for being on the show. We'll see you on the wine road. Thank All you. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.